Hello and welcome to another Liverpool Way podcast. We're recording this straight after a pretty shambolic performance around fields, which ended in a 3-3 draw with Brighton. Uh, joining me to try and make some sense of that, I've got Paul Natton and John Gallagher. Okay, Paul, I'll start with you. Um, where do we even start with that? What do you make of it? Uh, I'm worried, mate. I'm really worried now. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we're fourth is very much um, got to be the probably the, the the pinnacle of our aims now, and I'm I'm, I'm really concerned about that. I've just uh, I think we've been found out. Um, I think we I think defensively teams are playing through us uh, repeatedly. We've seen lots of teams play through our press. So when I say defensively, I don't just mean at the back. I mean right across the team. Mm. Um, the the whole. I don't want to talk about Trent. The whole space at right back issue, because that's that's what it is. It's not about Trent. It's the space at right back issue has been absolutely found out. I think it's just been repeatedly targeted and successfully time after time after time. We've got a big problem with the midfield not filling or covering the gaps. Uh, we've got a big problem with the defence looking lacklustre. Um, where's dominant Virgil Van Dijk gone? Um, where is the cover from midfield gone? I, I, I just, you really, I'm really, really concerned to the point where I'm not so much interested in why anymore as what are we going to do to turn it round and can we stop pretending that it's just about getting players fit and having time on the training pitch? In, in my view, I think we've got to make some pretty big changes. I think we've got to start thinking differently in terms of how we set the team up. I think he's got to consider a different shape and I certainly really feel that the team needs an injection of quality in January. Um, I, I just think that, it, that this, it's becoming one of those perfect storms that we had in the unmentionable season and, I, and it, it hasn't quite got to that stage yet. It's not that bad, but I just think that this is something that's going to rumble on and rumble on. I still stand by everything I said earlier in the season about I think other teams are going to wobble. I think the World Cup is going to mess with everybody. I think everyone's going to have strange times. But I'm, it's gone beyond that that stage now. We can rely on other other teams wobbling and falling off. I'm really worried about us. Mm. Um, I, I'm not sure how we're going to find our groove at all. We don't look anything like finding our groove. You know, I think we all felt a sense of relief after the Ajax performance because we looked more like ourselves. But if we're honest, we weren't brilliant. We were just decent. And we were just recognisably Liverpool, but um, you know that the, the the sense that we can dominate teams, the sense that we can control games, is just slipping through our fingers. The lack of control, I find, I find alarming. Really, when you look at some of the players that we that we've got there on the pitch, I mean that was our first choice midfield today. Yeah, and we're just getting played through. Um, that's our as good as our first choice defence and goalkeeper. And again, they're just the balls balls coming across the back line all the time. Crosses coming in, you know, world class players getting nowhere, and it's 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 not about. In, oh well, as I said, I'm not even really interested in why it's happening. I think what what I'm now convinced of is that just tinkering and, and, and doubling down isn't going to change things. I think it's getting to the stage now where it's in their heads and other it's in other teams' heads that it's in our heads, and they are um, targeting us and playing playing against us in the same way repeatedly. We're seeing lots and lots of teams targeting the same areas of the pitch and playing through our press. So I think we, we need to we need to have a proper rethink, I think, because otherwise I think we, you know the wheels might come off. Um you know and if you want to have a if you want to have a 
um, a strategy, a club strategy that we have in terms of, you know, we maximise value and we we sign deals and we sign players um, on our terms. That requires um, that requires us to continually be in the top competition to, to be continually succeeding. You know, I think it could very easily fall away when there's other competitive clubs in a very competitive league spending big money if we don't get up into those top spots again. I think, you know, I, I, I mean, I'm normally... Uh, I'm an optimist. I've always been a football optimist. Um, and so I don't lightly um, go in hard on the team, really, in the way that I feel like I am doing today. But And, and you know, in some senses... You know, the result wasn't a disastrous result, but for me, that's that's the it could have been it could have been disaster. Yeah. You know, at three all, I was really really worried when Tarek Lamptey came on, and I I'm convinced that I can't remember his name that new manager. I'm convinced he put him on in response to Milner, and he thought, right, we're going to have a go down that side. We're just going to put his pace up against Milner, and we might snatch a winner. Um, I know there wasn't long to go at that stage, but you know, I I, I just I, I'm really really concerned, really concerned. And I don't really see um, that just doubling down on the way we play is going to pull us out of it because I think teams are starting to get our number a little bit. Mm, I, I don't necessarily disagree with any of that, but playing devil's advocate, how much of that is just kind of Brighton a sort of like kryptonite to us? Because even when we've been playing really well, Brighton have kind of done that. You know, we've had games where they've they've done stuff like that. So, I mean, John, do you think that's completely down to us today or how much of that is just that we don't match up well with Brighton. You know, they, they seem to know how to play against us and we've not figured it out. Like, I mean, you know, sometimes like a, a team will have success against you and then the next time you play, you're like, okay, this has got to stop. We've got to do this. We can't let them do that. It feels like we've not made any progress against Brighton. It's like every time we play against them, they just find space between the lines and just play the way through us. I mean, how many times did they do that in the first half today, John? Did you just like sliced us open, didn't he? Yeah, well, on the first half, it was the first fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, only for Allison, it could have been game over. But yeah, I take your points about Brighton in general. Um, I was thinking that exact words on my way home. Only just thinking about the game, Kryptonite. That's yeah. exactly what it is. I mean. Teams with better in better form than this Liverpool team is at the moment. Past teams over the past three or four years have struggled against Brighton. I mean, remember last season, it was a Virgil and Hendo got in a bit of a uh, bit of a disagreement. I think when it got to two two, um, they come back from two 0 down. I remember. So, mm. yeah, they're just the team who, yeah, for whatever reason, you know, the way they play, it, it you know, they can have success against us, but. I didn't know what to expect today. You know, I went into the game thinking, you know, yeah, we're playing Brighton, you know, a team that we generally struggle against the Anfield, if you like. But then I was, I was thinking, well, you know, we've had so many weeks without the game. I, th- I thought this would be like a reset game. Yeah. Um, you know, the season starts here and all that sort of spiel. I thought, yeah, you know, this is where it starts. Um, but at the same time, you've got to be wary of what Brighton can do, what, what a good football team they are. Um, so yeah, I was a bit undecided or just on it. I really didn't like think how it would go today, but you know, I'm not really surprised by the overall outcome either. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it comes to something when you've conceded three goals at home and your goalie's probably man of the match. So, mm. I think that you know says it all really in terms of how open we were again. Uh, every game this season at Anfield's been a real slog. 
apart from the Bournemouth game. Yeah. You know, they're all going to the wire, you know, we're struggling. It's, uh, you know, we've, we're having little spells in games as such, you know, but that's only due to the quality of player we've got rather than any strategic sort of game plan or whatever. That just seems to have gone out the window at the moment. I don't know what what we are, you know, the it's identity. You know, yeah, it's just... A good example of this is just when you're saying that there, that, that's kind of what I wanted to get onto is, I mean, we can talk all you want about Trent being out of form and everything else, and clearly he is, and I think his, his head's all over the place as well with all like the, the England stuff and the constant talking about his form and everything else. Um, he's clearly like struggling, but forget about like just the defensive side of it and when we haven't got the ball. I was watching him today when we had the ball, and... I've got no idea what he's supposed to be doing positionally. And this is not a criticism of Trent. This is like me looking at him going, why are we using him like this? It, we're just overcomplicating things. Because like we kicked towards the cop in the first half, so I'm sat down the cop end in the main stand. So Trent's side of the pitch is what I'm closest to. And there was like so many times when we, we had the ball and we were attacking. And Trent's basically like in the number 10 role. And Mo's cut inside, so he's in the box. And there's nobody on the right-hand side. And Hendo sees it, so then Hendo will run out wide into the space. And I'm like, if Trent's just out there in that space, he's the out ball. We can give him the ball and he can whip across in. Why, why are we overcomplicating it by just having him in these weird random positions? Now, they experimented with it and we had some success and we were all buzzing off it. Like, oh, look, you know, he, he's doing our... He's doing for us what De Bruyne does for City now. Well, it's it's not working now. And I think Trent's just got, like... I think we need to simplify the game for him because there's just too much going on, like, where, where he's expected to be. And then we lose the ball, and then he's having to run back to, to get back into position. And goals come in down that side. And whether it's his fault or not, people will be pointing the finger saying, where's Trent? Which Klopp touched on that in his press conference. I agreed with most of what he said um, especially the positional side of it, when it's just lazy punditry. When like they'll go, he's too far off the pitch, and look at the gap that he's leaving. Well, he's there because he's told to be there. That's how we play. Don't be comparing him with like, oh well, when I played full back, I'd be sat in next to me centre back. Yeah, you would, but th that's not how we play. So it's totally irrelevant. So I just think there's like so much going on with with, with Trent, with his like just complicating the game for him, saying, right, well, when we've got the ball, we want you to come inside so Mo can go wide and all that. And it's not working. Like, whatever the, the plan is, why they're doing that, it's not working. Like, it's it's blatantly obvious that that is not working. Can we not just have our right-back playing the same way that our left-back plays? You know, stay out wide, you know, keep the shape. Because it's not helping Mo either. So we're, exactly. We're, we're, exactly. Killing, we're killing two players, really, but with what we're doing there. It's, I mean... I'm not, I'll throw I'm not, a third in the mixed eight because I don't think Harvey is equipped. No. Harvey is not equipped to, to do that handover role and protect and fill in the gaps. No. You know, and his lack of physical strength, I think, is really it. glaring. Yeah, yeah, he can't yeah, do he it. Can't. I feel sorry for him. And, I feel and, really sorry for him when he's asked to do that. But Hendo's played there today, and we got a, we got a good hour out of him before he, he had to be taken off for obvious reasons. I thought Hendo played played well today, but yeah. the, it's the balance of the team's just totally wrong, and it's not specifically about individuals. I think like. We're, you know, we're kind of going overboard about the form of specific players and it's too easy to just be pointing the finger at Trent and going, this is his fault, he's a liability, this, that and the other. Trent's part of a, a big problem, but he's, but he's only a part of it. It's not It's not a case of, okay, well, if we had like somebody, if Trent's out the team and we had, like, say, for example, Nico Williams was still here and Nico Williams come in and was playing really well, 
that wouldn't solve our problems at all. It would put a small dent in it, maybe. But there's so much other things that need sorting out rather than just... Uh, but the focus is always on Trent this, Trent that. And he's struggling. He's clearly struggling. I mean, there's times today when just basic clearances and he's kicking the ball and it's like slicing right up in the air and all that. And that that's just kind of like... I don't really want to say panic setting in, but he's not he's not playing with like his swagger and his confidence. He's still doing good things in the game. But I just think we need to get back to basics a bit and say, all right, look, this, you drifting inside and, and that's going to stop. Keep the shape on the right. You Do what you're good at. Let's get some good crosses in. And especially if, if like, if you've got, like, uh, Darwin in the team, which I don't know how we're going to do that because you, you're not really going to be leaving Bobby out after the way he's played today. And to be fair, the way he's played for um, several weeks now, you know, he's been one of the, the, the few bright spots, really, if you like. But, um there's just so much that just looks wrong tactically. And I think we all focused on the uh, the fitness aspect of it. And it's like, we don't look right. We look jaded and everything else. And yeah, that, that's part of it. But it's not just that. We just don't look right at all in any area of the pitch at the moment. It's so disjointed. We, we look so easy to play against. I mean, I do think today's a, not an exception, but... I do think you've got to take into account that we always struggle against Brighton. For whatever reason, they've just got our number. They know how to play against us. Uh, and I don't mean... You know, some teams know how to play against us by basically just sitting in deep and spoiling the game and then counter-attack and just waiting for the chance. That's not what Brighton do. Brighton know how to actually just outplay us because they did, they outplayed us today. They were the better team. You know, especially the first half. They, they just cut through us at will. Um, second half, not so much. I thought we, we did improve until, ironically, until we actually got the lead. And then I thought we were shit after that because we should have been pushing for that fourth goal because like, uh, I said to my dad, like, said, you know, we need the fourth goal. Yeah, like 3-2 is not going to be enough. They've got another another big chance in them. We need the fourth goal just to, to be on the safe side. And we never really looked like getting it. And it, that was a, a big disappointment for me. You know, We've clawed our way back into it. We've, we've turned around a 2-0 deficit, 3-2 lead. And then it just felt like we stopped playing and, and we were just inviting them to, to come and score. And, you know, they fair play to them. They fully deserved that point, if not more. And it, it is, it's, it's worrying. But I have got in the back of my mind, okay, we always struggle against Brighton, so I don't want to read too much into it. But it's hard not to read a lot into it because we were just so bad defensively. And by defensively, I mean the team, not specifically just the back four or Trent yeah, or whatever. Yeah. As a team, we're defending really badly. It's the press for me. It's the press in two ways. So the press in terms of our own pressing is not coordinated. So you could see the times in the first half where Cavalio goes and the others haven't gone quite to the same extent. The midfield is too far away from the forwards very often when we press, so there's gaps. How many times have we seen... We're, not, we're nowhere near second balls this season because the gaps are too big. Yeah. Um, but the other thing as well is I do think there's a pattern of teams playing through our press. Now, with I've got uh, with the terrible memory I've got, I couldn't tell you which teams it was, but certainly Ajax did. Fulham did. Him, Fulham did. I think the Manx did. Yeah. And I think you know that it's becoming a feature, and they're finding those spaces. It's quick interchanges of passing and movements, and they're through us. And what always used to cover us at the back was the intensity of the one-on-one defending and the dominance of the one-on-one defending from Virgil and Joel. And we're not seeing it. We're not seeing it, but I'm not laying. I'm not laying the blame at their door. You know, I started off by saying I think it's a whole team issue. Yeah. And to be honest, the solution for me, I, I have to. We, I think we've got to change things. I don't think doubling down on the same tactic is going to get us out of it. Mm. I think we've got to look at how we change the shape of the team 
And we've also got to be looking to January and we've got to be looking at personnel because this looks to me like a team that needs a lift. Um, I, I just, I, it, it's, I'm really, really worried, really worried, particularly when you look at the games that are coming up. You know, we're going to Arsenal and then we've got City coming to Anfield. Arsenal are absolutely on fire. They look really, really cohesive. Um, and then and then City coming to us and, and you know you wouldn't be at all surprised if we got beaten both of those games the way we're playing at the moment and the way they're, they're, those two teams are performing yeah. so I, I think we've got to really seriously consider how we set the team up um, and for me I, I think I'd, I'd be looking at um, maybe going with a four, trying a 4-2-3-1 um, and, and then you know you can get maybe you know, overthinking get too radical but I think Trent needs a, either actually, Dave. What you were saying about just simplifying things for Trent, I think actually does make a lot of sense. Simplifying Trent's position will be will be sensible, I think, um, rather than get into ideas of pushing up to the to yeah. the to we've the got, right of the of the three and the two three one. Yeah, I think we've just got too clever yeah. with that, like yeah. trying to evolve it and say, right, yeah. well, we'll we want him in this area of the pitch. Yeah. And it's not working, you know. Let's yeah. just get him back to to what he was doing and, and what was working. I think like we've tried to evolve his role too much, and it's yeah. it's not working now. Yeah, because I have all these ideas of you know four two three one stands on the right of the three, stick mower centre forward. But you're absolutely right. That's that's far too complicated. Keep it simple and just simplify the intent, simplify the simplify the tactics. But the shape has got to be more cohesive. We've got to have. I think the back four needs a little bit more protection. It needs it needs the two sitting in there, uh, and the fullbacks playing more as fullbacks. Um, and that would, I think, that would do as a world of good, an absolutely world, absolute world of good. And then you've got options in terms of who plays, who plays behind the forward, who the centre forward is, and who plays behind the centre forward. Uh, but I, I really do think that we've got to absolutely tighten the. We've got to get control of the games. We've got to get control of the games. We cannot just let other teams have the ball and play through us. It's alarming, absolutely alarming. You know, they had, they had, was it six, six good shots on target today? Scored three of them. You know, I mean, the other thing to say as well is for everything you've said about Brighton, and I absolutely agree, really good side. But that's the first team, first opponent, first opposition player to score a hat trick against us since our shaven for Arsenal. Mm. And I think it's the third time in the last 30 years that it's happened. Only the third time it's happened in the last 30 years. And this is Brighton. This is Leandro Trossard. So, yeah, good player, good team. But this is not like a world-class team and a world-class player coming to do it against us. It's them. It's a well-coached, well-drilled side, and if what if it, with with modest resources, and if they can do it, other teams can do it, and that's the that's the worry for me. So you know I think what we... though, I agree what you're saying there completely. The bigger worry for me is not Trossard scoring a hat trick against us. It's that we made Danny Welbeck look like really fucking good. Danny yeah. Welbeck was outstanding yeah, he today. But yeah, he was. He like, was. I, I, and that, my my half-time team talk to the players would have been, lads, it's fucking Danny Welbeck. What are you doing? What are you doing making him look good? I mean, every single time, like when the ball got played up to Welbeck, whenever he was able to, to get it down and get turned, we were in big trouble because they just flooded us with runners coming from all over the place. They were getting men in the box, runners out wide. And it, it all stemmed from like whenever they were able to just get the ball up front and hold it. Every time that happened, it felt like we were in trouble. Now, if we won the ball when it was played up to him, then it was fine. But whenever he was able to just get it and turn, they just they were so good at like just making, like finding space with runners and people arriving late in the box. I mean, they were really bold, like the way they played. There was there was no yeah being crazy. They were putting men in the box. They were getting forward whenever they could, like throwing numbers up there. And 
they were just coming at us from all angles in the first half and we couldn't cope with it. There was always like spare men in the box because we just couldn't pick them all up. And a lot of it stemmed from us just not dealing with Danny Welbeck. I mean, the first 15 minutes, I think he won every header. I'm like, that shouldn't be happening. He should not be beating like Van Dijk and Matter, Or not necessarily beating them, but they weren't winning clean headers against them. And it was just a real worry for me how we made him look good. Trossard getting three chances and putting them away. I can live with that because he's a good finisher. And they would, he took his goals well. But, you know, making Danny Welbeck look good, that that's something I really struggle with, to be honest. But, John, you were saying um, in the chat just before um, about the home record, you know, that we're just clinging to it. And when you think we've got City coming up, it's like, it just feels ominous, doesn't it? It does, yeah. I mean, it's the pattern of the games as well, apart from the Bournemouth game. You know, we've gone behind in every home game this season. You know, I, mm. I think that's right, isn't it? Yeah. You know, the opposition's took the lead. And, you know, if you're going to give the team any credit, I suppose they are digging in and finding results from somewhere. But, you know, with tanking, like, just more dramatically than the pounds at the end of the day, aren't we? Yeah. You know, from what from what we were to what we are in the space of a few months. I just, you know, it's a massive fall from grace at the moment. Um, as you say, with City in the horizon, I've just got absolutely no confidence that, you know, it just feels like a defeat's inevitable. You know, it was Crystal Palace 2017, I think it was, since we last lost the league game with fans on the ground, but it just feels that, you know, we're scraping our fingernails down the board trying to hold on to it. Onto that record, it just feels inevitable. That, you know, we will lose again at Anfield. I hope I'm wrong, but um, it just feels oh, like it's around the corner at the moment. Yeah. Sadly, I agree with that. I'm a little bit worried about Tuesday as well. I know it's a totally different thing, and we have lost. We have lost in the Champions League, and I haven't seen much of Rangers. But I just feel that the team's struggling to get up for games, and I think there'll be. A, I think their away fans on Tuesday. We ride up for it, and I think we'll feel the pressure. Yeah, I just I can defeats feel like they're. Uh, they're in the post to me. And I with the Champions League at the moment. I'm like, yeah, it's been nice to win the games, but just like I'm obsessed with just turning our league form around at the moment. So just you know, we beat Ajax. So we have gone what three, three and a half weeks without the game since. But it's, you know, it was all about the league at the moment. We've just got to sort that out. Um, you know, the Champions League. It hopefully it'll take care of itself. But you know, it's going to be miles off the pace in the league if we're not careful. In terms of the top four, you know, the title's gone. You know, might as well just admit that now. Um, but I, yeah. I suppose I'm just not sure we can separate the form in the two competitions, John. I, mm. I, I just, I what just worries me that I think you know the Ajax result was a was a, a blip in response to um, to you know some really poor results and poor performances. But we, it never, I didn't feel hugely confident after the Ajax game that we were emphatically back. No. I just thought we'd look more, just more more familiar as a team. We look more cohesive. Is that like down to the opposition, though, maybe? I mean, Ajax have had a lot of turnover of players over the summer, lost a lot yeah. of players, new manager. Yeah. You yeah. know, Ajax will always be Ajax. I mean, maybe, you know, the physicality, you know, from the, the Premier League to the Dutch League may have had something to do with that. Whereas Brighton, you know, yeah. the, in that sort of trains a similar way to Ajax kinds of thing you know they could stand up to you know a bit more because that's what they used to week in week out you know they're playing these quality teams week in week out whereas Ajax aren't so you know looking at that in isolation yeah, it was nice to win we played well on the night but overall you know you look at Brighton today and that, that's like the bread and butter at the moment 
Yeah, I think that's a fair shout. I think it's a fair shout, what you said there, yeah. But the Ajax game, though, that we, it was always going to be, we just needed baby steps, you know, we just needed to mm. claw our way back, and, and that was a step in the right direction, a small step in the right direction, and then now it just feels like we've just taken, like, three massive steps backwards with, with that performance mm. today. Um, mm. I suppose there's some things that we probably should take positives from it. I mean, we've come from 2-0 down, and we got ourselves to three two, so you know that that's a good thing. You know, the the fought back well. We did play some good football, but um, just the defensive frailty is like the the big concern for me at the moment. We're just too easy to play against. And you know, Klopp said a few weeks ago, but he wants us to get back to being that team that nobody wants to play. Ah, we're a fucking no, no million miles away from no being that team. That. We're a team yeah. that like that most people are looking at and thinking, yeah, bring them on. Fancy our chances there. Because, like, especially like Brighton there today, Brighton had nothing to lose there. You know, Graham Potter's just left. Everyone's expecting them to have, like, a, a dip because they've lost the manager and that. But Brighton come to Anfield knowing that they've... I don't want to say they've got our number. That That's exaggerating. It's not like they beat us all the time. But they've got confidence playing. They know that they've had success against us. So they've come there today with nothing to lose, just fancying the chances. Like, if we'd have beat them 2-0, nobody would have thought any less of Brighton. So that was like a... You know, it was a free swing for them today, and it showed with just like the freedom that they played with. I just, I thought they were absolutely superb. To be fair, but they're not. That's not my concern. Like whether Brighton are any good or not, my concern. Dave, is I, I think you're doing them a slight injustice there. I did, they didn't play to me like a team having a free hit. They played to me like a team with a really clear plan who knew who knew how to expose us. Yeah, I but think I'm they looked confident. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I like, think they felt they could, they could come and they could mm. actually. They, I think they knew they could hurt us, and I think they're doing what lots of teams are doing. So they're targeting that space in behind the right back. Everyone's doing it, and teams are playing through our press. That's why I keep coming back to this point about we've got to do something different because just trying to refine what is absolutely broken at the moment isn't going to work. I think everyone they're, they're rubbing their hands. They're thinking, "Is right." We'll expose that space there, and we can we know that the the intensity of the press and the timing of the press isn't right, and we can play through it if we're sharp and we're quick and we move well. And I think I think uh, Brighton came thinking they had a great chance today. But Brighton has played through our press when we've been really good at pressing. They've still done it. I mean, the game when we beat them two 0 and Virgil scored two headers. It was two one that wasn't it? Dave, two one. Yeah, but they played yeah. us off the park at times in that game as well. They, they would like, but they, but just they came in today fourth. They came in today fourth, four points ahead yeah, of us. Yeah, of course, but they've also just lost the manager. They've scored a lot of goals and... at the moment, aren't they, as well? Like, you know, that's one thing you've labelled at Brighton, they don't score many goals, but they're sharing goals all over the team at the moment, I think. The chance um, conversion rate's not good, because they, they create loads of chances, but they're, they're, mm-hmm. not, they're not clinical, especially at home. They've had too many draws because they can't they can't finish off the chances they create, but what I'm saying is, like, the manager had gone, and everyone thought, like, OK, our Brighton going to react? But that was a, it was a good game for them, really, you know, because no one really expected, you know, like, oh, I don't know, that's probably the not the right word, but people probably thought Brighton have lost the manager. How are they going to respond to this? Liverpool need a win. It was, it was on paper, it was a tough game for them, but they've probably just thought, we've got nothing to lose here. Let's go and play our game. We can win this game. Because they played like a team who, who felt there's nothing to be scared of here. We've had success against them in the past. Let's get at them, and they did. And it was just—it was the bravery in terms of like just yeah. throwing men forward. Not many well, teams do that. Teams will get a result against us, but not not through doing what Brighton did. What I like about them, they never panicked, do they? Like you know, the first two or three minutes today, you know, we were right in the face, weren't we? Right from I think 
went back to their goalie like pretty much from the kickoff, I think. And uh, someone was right on him. I can't remember what player it was off the top of my head. It was Carvalho. Yeah. He, was it Carvalho? Yeah. He blocked a, a clearance, didn't he? And yeah. I thought, oh yeah, end. yeah. He, you know, he look off. This looks okay. But he didn't panic that first couple of minutes. He just settled down. Say for the first. 20 odd minutes after that, you know, we hardly got a kick and, you know, they scored two really good goals and, um, yeah, I mean, I thought as the half went on, I thought, like Carvalho was, like, stuck out on the uh, the left-hand side, I thought when he started coming a bit in fields, like, trying to link up a bit more, we did look slightly better as the half wore on, I thought, but not, nothing too, too, uh, um, improved, but we just looked slightly better. But yeah, I was expecting them to get hooked at half time anyway. Yeah, it was obvious, yeah. Yeah. I suppose we should just go through the goals then. Um, first goal, uh, someone, Trent headed it out. We've not picked up the second ball. Uh, ball's got played in, and then Trossard's just, he's just skinned Trent, hasn't he? And then good finish across goal. I mean, how much blame are you apportioning? Trent, or is that more of a just a team thing? Is that the one where he slipped, Dave? Or was that the second? Uh, I think, I think that was, was the first where he slipped, yeah. Yeah, he got turned in the box and slipped. Yeah, yeah. He'd already I, been beaten. The slip didn't was neither here or there. I, I, I just, I just, I saw, I saw it as, um, I saw it as a team thing, really. I just, I just think they were, you know, when you were talking before about the bravery getting men forward. To me, I had this constant sense in the first half that they were just swarming all around us. You know, I just, I just felt like they were everywhere, and there was, there was, there was always support for the man on the ball, and there was always really good movements, um, and the passing was was crisp and sharp, and they just, they just pinged it around, pinged it through us, um, you know, and and it just exploited the uncertainty. You know, there is uncertainty in our back line. You know, that that the players aren't covering for each other. You know, you don't get those. You know, for the last what three, four years, you used to when a team comes down that right, comes down our our right hand side. You're used to that kind of group of three, of Trent, Hendo and Mo between them, um, nullifying the threat, and then the team ends up having to recycle the ball out wide. There's just no sense of that anymore. There's no sense of cohesive defending, I think, at all. So I think the players are always on the back foot. They're always thinking that they're always um, feel like a little bit isolated defensively, and they're getting cut open. So, you know, it doesn't look great when Trent, Trent ends up on the floor and, and clearly he was exposed a little bit, but it's it's all, you know, our team is very much about the sum of its parts, isn't it? It's all so intricate. It's all, it's got to be, it's got to be really, really, really well drilled and, and finely tuned to work at its best. And, we, and when it's not that, we see the faults in it. Um, so for me, it's, it's I think if, we, if we're going to start pointing the finger at individuals, you can pretty much go through the whole team, mm. um, defend, defensively at least. So to, to me, I thought that that was not one that I wanted to lay at anyone's door. I think I've got the two goals kind of confused there as well. The second one was... Uh, no, the first one was Trent headed it out, wasn't it? The second one was he tried to bring it, it down on his chest instead yeah. of heading it away. Mm. Yeah. He lost possession and then... I mean, we've still got enough men back. We should deal with it. I mean, that, that's obviously not, not ideal, Trent losing the ball there, but that's not why they scored. Well, um, that's another one where there's no one round him, isn't it? Yeah, he goes for that and, like... You know, I think Hendo, Hendo eventually comes in and tracks back, but Hendo's miles away from him. Mm. You know, it's one of them, again, where it looks like... I can't remember whether there was a turnover in possession, how fast it was. Well, we were pushed up way. the pitch and it was a long ball, a diagonal, wasn't it? And yeah. Trent's covering well, behind. But there's um, no players coming in to get around Trent at all. He's, when he when he, he jumps to head it, doesn't he? He goes up in the air and he takes it again and loses it. But there's no one There's no one already there trying to, trying to plug the gaps for him. He's just, he's just really isolated. 
I think the second goal really showed how how good Brighton were, what they were doing. It just like they were moving the ball about so quickly around the box, and they just had runners. I mean, the ball gets cut back, and everyone's like turns and, and like they see they goes to Solly March, players turn, they go to close them down, and Solly March instantly just plays a first time ball, and everyone's on the heels again except yeah. Trossard who's running onto it. I mean, that was just a brilliant goal from them. Yeah, we can, we can obviously do better, but the way they they, uh, they fashioned that goal, I thought that was outstanding. But like. We were just all over the place at that point. It just felt like every time they put a couple of passes together, and they, they were just finding space. And I think Klopp, I haven't seen his press conference, but I've seen a couple of quotes, and he was saying about them, um, you know, just finding space between the lines and that. But they always do that against us. But they were doing it today, just at will. It was um, really just alarming that first half. But I do think we sorted it out a little bit. The the longer the half went, I thought like we we did improve. Uh, we pulled one back, which didn't even really get to celebrate it because the linesman stuck his flag up. Uh, I didn't think it was offside. I sit kind of in line with that, and I thought he was onside, but the linesman flagged, so you can't celebrate. But the longer the decision took on, on the VAR, he thought this is going to be a goal list because if it was clearly offside, which the linesman thought it was because they don't flag unless they think it's it's obvious. So um, the longer it went, he thought this must be close, and I've not seen like the replay of it. I don't know how close it was. Uh, but do you reckon that was a pass from Mo, or did he just miscontrol it? I think it was a pass. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, I, I think it was a pass. I haven't seen it back yet. I'm not Given sure either way. To be honest. I thought it at the time, and I've rewatched it. I think it's a pass. Because what surprised me is is that Bobby actually got there. Be- yeah, because he's nowhere to, near just... him when he when he he's no, not in his field of vision. But it's but it's going into the space, isn't it? He puts mm. it into the space. I think yeah. Bobby did. I, 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 it looked a pass to me. Yeah, because his, his touch is usually good, and that, that would have been an awful touch if he was trying to control it. So, yeah, maybe it was a pass. Yeah. You know, one of them where you're almost forcing the player to go where, to, to go where you know the danger yeah. is by, by the way you play the ball. Probably something like you and John used to do the other day, I'm sure you'll tell us in a minute. Well, me and John were <laughs> telepathic. We, we, there was, there'd have been no yeah. doubt that if John was playing yeah. the pass, he either known where I was going to be. Yeah, uh, but as God you say, that. I mean, Bobby wasn't really there. Where, where the ball was played to, but like he got there quick enough and yeah. you know finished it well. But Bobby was one of the uh, the the bright spots in the first half. I, th- I thought like he was able to you know you know sometimes with Bobby it gets played into him and it bobbles up off him or he's struggling to get the ball under control and then he's got like someone closing down and then he loses it. That wasn't there today. He was he was sharp. You know he was able to just get it and do that thing where like. He's holding on to the ball. He's waiting for the tackle to come in, and then he just flicks it away, and you know, goes around the corner, and he's off. He was doing that today quite a bit. He looked really good today, really sharp. Um, obviously, he got took off, but someone's got to get taken off when you're bringing. You've got forwards on the bench. You want to change things. Bobby's always an obvious one who's going to come off, mainly because Mo never gets subbed. And we'd already brought Diaz on, so but I I did feel like Bobby going off wasn't wasn't really a good thing for us. I thought he was having a a really positive impact on the game, not just because he scored twice as well. Although obviously that helps. Um, but it yeah, always so, worries me a bit when you take off a player who's on a hat trick. I always just it's think, just you know, easy this, to do with Bobby because he doesn't complain. I, I know, I know, but you just think you know when you've got a player who's on a hat trick, yeah, they're extra motivated, aren't they? They're clearly in the groove in that game because they've already got two. And they're really fired up looking for the third. I just think, you know, you, you sh- I always feel you're slightly shooting yourself in the foot when you take off a player who's on two goals and the hat-trick's on. 
I would have just found a way to leave him on. I would but he would, he would never do that to Mo and he would never have done it to Sadio. Bobby's just an easy one to do it because he's he's so like he just accepts everything and gets on with it. You know, there's there's never any any kind of dissent or anything from him. But yeah, I didn't I didn't like the decision to take him off today. I also didn't like the decision to take off Costas for Milner. I didn't really see what the point of that was. I thought Trent was going to be the one who was coming off. When I see Milner coming on, I thought he's going to take off Trent. Yeah, um, same. I was really surprised that Costas went off. Not because Costas was brilliant or anything. He was okay. He was fine. But um, it just five out of ten performance. Five. I think, that, I think that's harsh. I, I would have said like six and a half, seven. I thought he was he was all right. Oh, I wasn't a seven. Mm. Wasn't yeah, a seven. seven. But then again, probably not too many were. But no. he was no worse than a six. He wasn't bad. But I just didn't think uh, he'd have been the one to go off. I mean, he was better than Trent. So maybe he's not wanted to take Trent off because you don't want to throw throw fuel on the fire. Yeah, I think um, that'd, be, that'd be it too, I think. Mm, but I didn't yeah. want to, to, to put Milner on a full-back. I, I thought... We, I mean, going back fired. to Paul's point about Bobby, I mean, we, it sounds like we have Klopp hasn't sub Mo before. I mean, he has done it, hasn't he? So uh, Not very often. Not, yeah, I know that, but as you say, Bobby had scored two, so, you know, and he's been consistent when he's played this season, to be fair. I mean, it looked like he was, uh, you know, he's going to be finished here this season, but... You know, he staked his claim, played really well. You know, was it five goals, is it, this mm. season? Five or six goals, is it? So Yeah, he got, he's had a hat-trick, hasn't he? Didn't he get a hat-trick? Mm-hmm. Has he had a hat-trick this season? No, wasn't that? No. No. No, is it? I don't think he's had oh, a hat-trick. No. no, my mistake. He scored against Bournemouth. He had a hat-trick in, in Europe last year, Paul, in, in the early rounds of the Champions League, didn't he, in an away game, I think. Porto, was it? Yeah, <clears throat> A year here, a year there, it's all the same to my brain. Yeah, I know. That's what happens when you get to our age. It all just blends into one, doesn't it? But yeah, no, I, sorry, John, go on. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, just, I'd say Mo wasn't bad today by any stretch, but, you know, as, they, as you alluded to, Dave, Bobby was like, you know, in the groove, he was playing well. So, yeah, just sub Mo. I mean, what's the, what's the issue? I, don't... I think the issue, John's probably, he doesn't like Jota on the right that much. Yeah, I don't either, so I'm yeah. happy with that. I think that's, that maybe comes into it. It's like, do you really want Jota out there instead of Mo, or would you just leave Mo on? I thought Mo got worse as the game went on. I thought he was pretty good in the first half, yeah. and I thought the second half, he just he didn't really... Nothing really came off for him. I thought he just became less of an influence. Did Jota play for Portugal in the international break, did he? Is that why... Because I was expecting yeah, he scored, to start as well, today. Oh, did he? As well as Carvalho on the left-hand side. I was like, oh, I don't know about that, but... Um, yeah, if that's what it was, you know, did he only get where the Portugal player was? She was in Europe somewhere, was it? I don't think they, you know, went too far ahead uh, away to the, to play the games or whatever. No, but I think he he was given a day off training, wasn't he? I think the the, the players who came back, so Diaz, Nunez, and they have only got back Diaz and Nunez like. On Thursday night or something, was it have been mm. Wednesday, like Thursday? I don't, I don't think they didn't train on Thursday. Right. So, uh, so I don't know if it's because they got back late or he just wanted to give them an extra day, I don't know. But that's probably why none of them started. Yeah, I'd rather Jota have started the game. Obviously, all the scientific side of things, fitness side of things, I mean, you know, he's been injured, but I just thought, you know, if he's there, just start. Could, well, he, start could have played the half, couldn't he? And then yeah, that's it, Diaz yeah. plays the other yeah. half. They could have done that. 
could have started Diaz for a half because he's played 45 minutes anyway. You could have started him and then brought Jota on. Um, I'm just not sure about Carvalho on a front three. <clears throat> mm. I, I don't know what, what his role's going to be long term. He's clearly a really, really talented kid and there's something about him. You know, I like him a lot. But you don't necessarily see him in a midfield three. And it's the it's the Coutinho thing again, isn't it? It's like he's not really it's, a midfielder, but he's not like time, on the left um, either. Well, off, um, in, well in, behind, behind the centre forward in a four two three one, I think would probably suit him quite nicely. It probably would, but we don't play that now. If no, we change, then then great. But yeah, that's kind of what I was saying yeah. before. Though I think we need to be looking at that because I just think what we're doing isn't working, and it's been found out. I just don't know if we will. I, I don't disagree. No, I, don't. I, th- I think we probably Agreed. should do something different, but. I don't. I don't think we're we're in one of those situations where it's like you just do plan A better. That's not going to work. That's not it. That's no, not that's, the answer. Yeah, that's that's what I. Feel it's not like a case of like, like plan A is fine. Just do it better. It, we've Agreed. gone past that now. I think okay. We need to, we need to do something different. What the, that is, I don't know. The thing is as well. It's like it was a Danny putting the chat about. It was a thirteen games in forty days or something stuff like that. Is it now? So we're not mm, going to. Yeah get much chance to really work at things in training. It's just going to be on a match-by-match basis, yeah. hopefully playing our way out of it. But we've been saying that all season up to now, haven't we? You know, we've just got to play our way through it. But, you know, three weeks without a game, as I said earlier, I thought this would be the reset. Hopefully, it just hasn't turned out like that. It's pretty much more of the same what we've seen, you know, all this season up to now. You can subscribe to the Liverpool Way podcast on all the major platforms, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon or Podbean. Just search for the Liverpool Way, leave us a review and hit subscribe to automatically receive all new episodes. You can also head to liverpoolway.co.uk and grab a TLW season ticket for just £3 a month. There's tons of exclusive content, including match reports from every Liverpool game, weekly Premier League roundups, the TLW diary and access to the members only forum. Lastly, you can follow us on social media at the Liverpool Way on Twitter and at the Liverpool Way TLW on Instagram and Facebook. That's another thing, though, John. I mean, when I was playing devil's advocate earlier, saying, well, we always struggle against Brighton. We're always shit after a break, and this was a massive break. So we were like a double dose of shit. So, um,. How much of that affected what we did today? Is it just we're not good when we've had a layoff and we've just had a really long layoff? I don't know. I, I think it all it all plays into it, but you can't really just dismiss it and say, oh, it's because Brighton are good and we were on a break. It's not. It, there's more to it than that. It's loads of things, it's, isn't it? Yeah, there's so many, so many factors go into it. I mean, can we honestly say right now that we're better than we were at the start of the season when we drew with Fulham and we like we'll play our way into form. Have oh, we definitely not? Have have no. we improved? Or are we no. still it doesn't really doesn't really feel we're, like we're not we're not united bad. I mean that was that was well, yeah. day barker that that was that mm. was humiliating. That was maybe the worst we've ever played under Klopp. Well, but uh, we're not we're not ourselves. Uh, yeah Napoli, Napoli was, game yeah. might have <laughs> true yeah yeah well yeah we're 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 definitely not ourselves at all we're we're, we're just we're just nowhere near what we should be and and don't look like being anytime soon you know there's and and it it is just keep going back to it it's a collective thing yeah and i just think there's there's loads of things in the mix all the stuff we've been saying about you know long season last season the short summer the short pre-season the the way they probably adapted things for the world cup i think all of that's valid 
But there's other stuff in the mix as well. I think it's in their heads now. I think there's the extra dimension that Trent's got. I think, I mean, it's irritating me loads where people keep talking about Mane. But that will be another little micro element to the whole thing. The fact that Sadio's not in the dressing room, the fact that Sadio's not on the pitch. Um, that consistency of expectation seems what you can get from him. There's, there's, a, there's loads of things in the well, mix there. Well, Sadio, uh, by all accounts, Sadio's, Sadio's playing like we're playing. Well, he's so, gone. He, yeah, I don't think he, he makes any difference if he's still here. And I, I, no, I, agree, I love Sadio. You know, not a knock against him. He's I gone full. He's gone full post post uh, post clock career, hasn't he? That nearly every player when, yeah. when they leave clock, they take this big dip. And it looks like physically he's struggling as well. I think mm. Nagelsmann said that. You think he's? I think Nagelsmann drew the drew the analogy between the way Sadio's playing and the way the rest of the Liverpool team are yeah. playing. But I just think it's another. What I meant was, I didn't mean Sadio being here. Would totally transform us. You mean the other what players? Meant is it's, yeah, the other players. It's just that it's just that and another little element of change which is in their heads, and some of them are probably thinking, "Well, Sadio would dig us out of this. If Sadio was here, we'd be okay." You know, and it's just mm. it's 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 all it's all in the mix, um, and it's just really worrying with the, with the, the the number of games we've got coming up and the and the, the the quality of some of the opponents that are coming up. It's it's really concerning. So on a positive note, I mean the the second half starts. Diaz comes on at half time. And I felt as though we looked immediately better. Not just because yeah. Diaz had come on, but just I thought he like, was a factor, though. Wasn't yeah, he? he was a factor. But I thought the whole reaction for the second half when we've come out, I thought we started look, we looked sharp. Where we weren't really giving too much away either. It's not like Brighton were causing us loads of problems early in the second half. I thought we started well. Um, scored a really nice goal. Uh, Diaz has obviously done well. Bobby's finished it brilliantly. But I think the key to that goal was the early pass from Hendo. Uh, Fantastic, yeah, that ball. It was, it was outstanding. And it, it, Class. It, it just gave Diaz that like that little split second to have more space. Because too often, you know, we're delaying the pass. It's not going quick enough and the, the, the opposition can just get back. And it's it, that's a, a big thing for me, what we've not been doing. I mean... We used to, you know, like the goals I always buzzed off, like the red arrows where like... I we, said that we today. Don't do it. That to Where's today. that gone? Yeah. It's it's gone. Uh, yeah, we we don't play like that at all. It's like we just haven't got legs anymore. We just haven't got that. Like we we used to just run all over teams. It's like we can't do it anymore. Team, yeah, it is. It yeah, is. Yeah, no there's, there's no dynamism. Look a bit one pace, don't we? Even Mo, who's quick, is not he's particularly. Not he's not. Like di- he's not dynamic at the moment. Was, yeah, no, he, he's he, not. He but but Mo was. You know, Mo yeah. was dynamic. He's not now, and it's not because he's he's suddenly gone slow. But there's just something just not there. We're just not doing like what we always did, and they haven't got the afterburners, have they? Any no, of them? the counter attacks. Where, where, where have the counter attacks gone? Totally gone. And the other thing as well is we had loads and loads of set pieces today, and got almost nothing out of them. You know, yeah. we, we we've worked really hard to make set pieces a real a real um, weapon in our in our arsenal. Well, even the one just we scored was count. was a fluke. We, yeah. the goal that put us ahead. I mean, it's a. Um, I think Virgil should have done better corner, with him than Edda. It was early in the second half, was it? It was pretty much straight to the keeper. Um, oh, was the one? Was, was the one? Was oh, that yeah, Virgil? Was it Virgil? I, I thought it was yeah, Virgil. Yeah, it was. It was Virgil, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, and then Diaz had a header that should have gone near post, didn't he? And it went straight to the keeper as well. Mm. Well, that wasn't from a set piece, that was from open play. No, that was that was, uh, that was Bobby. Oh, was it? Was yeah, it Bobby? it should have been a hat trick, and I, I thought you'd burst the net with that, and he, he sort of headed it into the ground straight to the keeper. Yeah, that's it right. looked. Like, I mean, I'd have to see it again because obviously I sit quite far away from that, but it looked like he was really close to the goal, and all he's got to do is just plant it into the net, 
and he's headed it back to the keeper. And I was like, oh, that looked a really bad miss, but I'd, I'd need to see it back to see how bad it actually was. But yeah, that would have been a hat trick if he'd if he'd uh, if he'd have buried that one. How long can I take up? He's back in he's training. Back. He's yeah. training, yeah. I, yeah. Sooner we get him up to speed, the better. I thought he I might think. have been on the bench today, but he wasn't. Matt Phillips was. But was any was any of you consider taking Virgil out? Just giving yes. him a little break, yeah. Definitely. If he's back up and running fit, you know, definitely because I, I just think he needs that little shake up, John. Yeah. You know, I just think yeah. he needs that, and I, I think there's nothing wrong with making a statement that no player is undroppable. Um, not to say that he absolutely deserves dropping. I'm not saying that he's not been a disaster or a nightmare. But I just think just we need to pressure things. The, he's more yeah. at the moment, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, and you could you could sell it to him as you know. You need a rest, Virgil. We've got all these games coming up. Yeah, you yeah. need a rest, um, and that's what that's what you hang it on. But yeah, I definitely think. And I just players are players are naturally they're hugely competitive, aren't they? I don't not just against their opponents, but against teammates for their place. You know, even though we've got this really cohesive squad and they all get on really well with each other, they all know and Klopp manages the the internal competition really well. But you want them hungry for the places. I, I want him to be feeling like, whoa, Ibu's breathing down my neck here. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not first pick. He's, he's the kind of guy who'll be thinking, I want to play every single game and never, ever, ever be rested. And I just want him to have that little sort of mental charge of, I need to raise it to get back in here. I'm not being rested again. I'm going to make myself undroppable. I don't think that would do him any harm at all. Yeah, I agree. But if I'm leaving him out, I'm leaving him out of a Champions League match. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, not necessarily Tuesday because I don't know if Canati's ready to to come back in and play. I don't know if he is. Then yeah, fine, no problem with that. But um, it might just be a bit too soon for him. And I don't think I'd be bringing Joe Gomez in just yet. After what happened to him in Napoli, I don't think I want to put Joe Gomez into a team that's kind of struggling a bit. So it's one of them, if we do win on Tuesday, I'm not taking anything from it again, going back to the Champions League, because... You know, they're the they're championship games, level, John, and they've done well in Europe, was, but look at yeah. Rangers players. Most of them are championship level players, so this I'm not reading it. anything into it if, if we beat them. But I'll Even read if we beat them we relatively convincingly, uh, you know the acid test of the two league games, which is what I was saying earlier. That's like, yeah, you know that's where we're going to be judged and where we're actually at at the moment. Unless we're playing Napoli, you know Napoli are you know, good side and that. But um, you know Rangers to a lesser extent, Ajax, um, you know they're not exactly the shining lights of Europe kind of thing. But you know we've got Arsenal and City after that, so they. They'll be the two games where we're like, well, this is where we're really at now, and we'll know what type of season that we're, you know, we're probably going to be in for mm. for the rest of the season after those two. I feel, games, I feel I like I know already. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I know how those games are going to go. Don't feel optimistic at all, which is very unlike me. I just don't see, no. I don't see a big turnaround in form ahead of those games. No, me either. I'm absolutely dreading the Arsenal game. Uh, talking to Jules before the game, and it's like this, it's worse for me and him. You know, it, if if it doesn't go well against Arsenal, it's it's much worse for me and him than it is for everyone else. Because, you know, we've just been shitting on Arsenal for so long, and it's like it's come full circle now. Like Arsenal look like us, and we look like Arsenal. It's like, oh my god, how did that happen so quick? I'm just not ready for that. I'm not ready for to to be living in a world again where Arsenal are good. Like I'm not ready for a world where we're 14 points behind them in October either. Yeah, I know. Incredible. So, Life comes at you fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that's for another day. Rather not think about that game actually at the moment. Yeah, but, I know we've got Rangers uh, before then, so we'll we'll touch on the Rangers game in a minute. But yeah, we'll we'll talk about Arsenal and the uh, the midweek one. But so yeah, we get to three two. Um, were you confident that we were going to see it out? Because I wasn't. No, not at all. No, no. Not at all. Although I have to say, if we're talking about confidence about how we play, I I, I thought I was. I didn't think we'd come back from two down. So, no, that's, so, that's fair. So, so to be a three-two, but I, no, I wasn't confident at all because there was nearly there was nearly half an hour left, wasn't it? Was it mm. sixty-five minutes? I think, and in actual fact, it was half an hour left because there was five minutes extra played. So there was half hours to go, and I just thought mm, I, they, they're definitely going to have more chances. Yeah, we need and the way they're playing. Yeah, I, I, well, absolutely. Everyone around me was saying we need a fourth. Um, yeah, I, I had I had no confidence really that the three-two was enough. Um, and certainly, it was, I was as I said before, I was worried three all. I thought there was a possibility they could still snatch it. And then the uh, the equaliser, they've just cut through us again. I mean, the, the move starts like on the halfway line with the centre backs knocking it about. And oh, it's just, a brilliant goal, yeah, isn't it? Just played the way through us. Kind of reminded me a little bit of the goals they scored against us last season. You know, it's just like popping it about, and then they get in down the left hand side. It's you know, it, it's um. It's a good goal from their point of view, but it's not good defending by us at all. No, so uh, you know, Virgil with the lazy kick out. Yeah, you know. Joel not doing enough. Joel nowhere. I don't think, I don't think Milner's close enough to Trossard either. Um, I mean, I, I, Joel was right in front of me, and and he just he, he was he was slow to react. And then he didn't even he did, he just didn't shift either. He didn't cover the ground very quickly either once he'd reacted. But that Joel happened about really three me, times yeah. in the second half, didn't it? Where they got in in that exact same situation, yeah, that's all yeah. in that, in that yeah. position. Yeah. yeah, and the crosses were coming in, and like they just weren't weren't landing at the feet of their players. Well, so we were living dangerously, that effort, didn't he? Yeah, Allison made a decent save from Welbeck. Yeah, he had yeah. It, didn't he? Not long uh, before that as well. And there was one went right across the face, and nobody got on the end of it. Uh, Trent tried to clear it and missed his kick completely, but luckily, like there was there was nobody behind him. So yeah, we were we were living dangerously, and like the the goal was completely deserved. Um, but then the worry then is that they might nick it. And uh, you know, you said Paul about like Lamptey comes on. Um, I don't know whether whether that was a case of like an attacking move or or if it was okay. We've got the point. Let's get like a, a natural wing back on because he took Trossard off. I think Lanty was stripped a little bit earlier. I think that ball must have gone out of play for a few minutes, I think. Mm. But he was definitely stripped for a few minutes before that, I think, or waiting to come on. So um, I think he would have brought him on earlier if he'd have got the chance to. I was just glad to see Trossard going off for like the, yeah. the closing stages. And what what did you think about um, Nunez being brought on when he was? Strange. Strange. But that was another just one, wasn't it? I think don't he know what was he's going to do at that stage. A few minutes to come on as well, I think. Yeah, he was. Wasn't it's kind he? of a hiding to nothing there because, like, he he come on and he had a, a header that just looped up in the air and and went over the bar. I mean, it's not even really a chance. It's just a, a ball in the box, and he's just managed to get his head on it and can't really do anything with it. And then he he's chasing a ball through, and the defender falls over under virtually no challenge whatsoever, and just little things like that, and it, it just. I don't, does it make it doesn't make him look bad, but you're left feeling disappointed, and I feel like that it's harsh on him that he's thrown on for a couple of minutes with like not really any chance to do anything, and the little incidents that he's involved in have not not gone particularly well, and it's just it gives the people who are like, you know, they've got a downer on him, 
it gives them even more ammunition to go, oh, look at that, you bring... Like, and I'm talking about my dad, really. Basically, I'm just talking about my dad here. <laughs> oh, don't bring him on, he's not going to do anything. And then it's like, see, I told you he's not going to do anything. But, like, I, I just think bringing him on for two minutes, it's like, well, what was the point? You know, it's, it's, not, it's not good. I, I understand that he's not getting on earlier because... Well, we did have all of our forwards available today, and you know, so Diaz comes on and Jota comes on, so you're not necessarily wanting to make the three changes up front. I just felt like bringing him on at, at that point was just a bit pointless. It's not like you're throwing on Divock Origi. When you do that with like 30 seconds left, you'd still throw him on because you just never know. He's got like a track record for it. Um, I I almost think it adds to the pressure on him a little bit. Because, that's what I mean. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't about, explain it well, the... but that's what I meant. It's like you know, there's the there's the there's the, the fee, and and the number of goals he scored last season, and the uh, you know the fury around the, the 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 suspension, and the fact that other fans are already given. I mean, Brighton fans did today the shit Andy Carroll chance. Oh, all the knobheads um, will be copying yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, and all of that, you just think, you you know, there's there's like this sense that he comes on. If you're paying that kind of money for this young lad, and he's supposed to be amazing, this is when he comes on and he scores, and he hasn't scored, so he must be shit. Well, that's obviously ridiculous, isn't it? But it all just feeds into the into the pressure that's on him. Yeah, that's what I was. Um, so I just don't think, yeah, not helpful at all, really. I don't think to bring him on there. It, it struck me as a roll a roll of the dice substitution, mm. really. It was I think just, he's uh, got we, to start on well. Tuesday, though. I think yeah, the, John, Tuesday's right. prime yeah. game to start. I mean, yeah. you know, he's not up against Spot like, um, you know, Real Madrid or anything like that. You know, playing Rangers could be the kind of game. Hopefully, he might get a couple of goals um, and give him that bit and of even confidence. If it's a bit of a flat- even if it's a bit of a flat track bully kind of performance, so well, yeah, what? I mean, get the, the goals end of the day, that, yeah. if you're a flat track bully in the Premier League, that's no bad thing. Lukaku did all right out yeah. a bit, didn't he? So Absolutely, he's yeah. the ultimate yeah. flat track bully. But yeah, most of the teams you play are, are like a shit. So if you've got mm. someone who can score goals against, like you know, not the top teams, great. I'd love yeah. somebody who scored against yeah. everyone outside the top six. That'd be that'd be amazing. You yeah, got a striker absolutely. who's a guarantee that he'll beat up on the shit teams. Great, love that. And then play yeah. somebody else in in like against the good teams. Well, yeah, he, he's, if he doesn't start on Tuesday, I'll be slightly concerned, shall we say, because yeah. you know it's making you think what's going on if he if he can't start. Well, I think it'd be strange if he doesn't start. I'd, yeah, I'd be I'd be I'd be yeah, a bit be... bemused by that one really. Yeah. I'd be thinking there's something problematic going on there. Why is he not starting? Because mm. it's uh, it's like it's it's just made for as you say, John. It's made for him. Uh, on the flip so, side, who else would? If, oh, he, on, if he if he doesn't play well on Tuesday, I'd be really concerned as well. So yeah. it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? You know, I think he's got to start and he's got to play well. Um, and we've got to think about the team that we the, who we play around him. Really, that's that's the that's the question for me. Really, is I was the point I was just about to make there is who does he start with? What's the team? You know, to give him the best, we've got to give him the best chance of performing. I think Jota because there'll have to be changes, as well. won't there? Jota yeah. will start, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Salah will start. You know, I think. You know, has he scored Salah this season? I'm losing track. I think he's yet. got. I think he's only got yeah. one, hasn't he? One or two. Yeah. One or mm. two. I mean that. You know, it's just a strange anomaly where we scored nine against Bournemouth recently, and he didn't score one. So that it's just a peculiar situation at the moment. You know, going back to the unmentionable season, strange things happening. Mm. You know, Mo's. You know, I don't think he's playing badly. You know, he had more touches in the area today. You know, he's closer to the goal um, than he has been for a lot of the games this season. Um, but generally, yeah, he's he's playing okay. But yeah, I think he's got to start. Hopefully, a couple of goals from him. 
it's just a really good season, kick-started, um, you know, getting that bit of confidence going into the Arsenal. Not that he's lacking confidence, but as such, you know, just get him in the groove, hopefully. Um, yeah, definitely. So what do we do in midfield, then? Sure. Well, before we get to midfield, if we're talking about the front three, you know, you've just said there, you think Mo will play, and we said about, like, Darwin and Jota. Do you really think Diaz is not going to start? I think he might save Diaz for Arsenal. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm bringing him off yeah. the bench, maybe. You're bringing him off the bench on Tuesday. Maybe like, Rangers you know, is, a, is a good chance to, to try the 4 2 3 1. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Bobby in the 10. No, yeah. I'd go. So I'd, I'd, I'd go. I'd, I'd, against Rangers, I, I, no, I'd go one of the kids. I'd go one of the. I'd go Harvey or Harvey or Cavalio. In the 10, yeah. I'm just thinking of yeah. Bobby because he played so well there against Everton and he's actually playing well, so I just. While he's playing, I'd well, be wanting to probably. save Bobby's legs a little bit. I just, yeah, I, want, I want Bobby to be, actually, to be fit yeah. for uh, for the Arsenal for game. Arsenal. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely want one of the kids in there, and then in your pivot. Don't know. Take your pick. There's there's, there's all sorts of players or two together there. Um, any any two of the four of um, Fabinho, Milner, Thiago, and Hando. I think I, I'm resting Thiago midweek. I didn't think he was great today. He was no, so kept good. falling over. Yeah. Why did he fall over so much? They all did. Fabinho, Fabinho was as well. Yeah, and, um, Fabinho's really poor. There's a few of them were falling over today. He was just slipping. I thought that was a bit weird, to be honest. Yeah, so Carvalho slipped the over a few three, times as well. Hendo was definitely the yeah, best. Yeah, Hendo was good today. But um, yeah, I think um, Thiago today was just. A, a lot of his passes were just behind the player. They were having to, to go back to get them. It's like not like him at all. It wasn't wasn't a good game from him at all today, but I probably rest him because he's so important, and I want him like at his best for that Arsenal game next week. So yeah, I'd be giving Thiago the night off. Do you think Dave possibly or is it too too early? If he's playing with the senior, maybe like maybe Enzo. bring him on seventy minutes if if right. we're a couple of goals ahead or something. I don't think I'd I'd want to start him at this point. But I want to say something today about the crowd today because I thought he was shit. Yeah, yeah. It felt like yeah. you know when when Brighton got the third goal, usually you'd get that raw, you know, before like the, the the game restarts, and it was just flat. It was like everyone had given up. Um, Do you know what else is doing my head about the crowd, Dave? And even though it's definitely been a thing with teams time wasting, the early, early, really early booing of their keeper, like in the first couple of minutes, and it's almost like it encourages teams to do it. Mm. Um, and, and calling for mad fouls which aren't fouls yeah. and, and, and handballs well, I was, hand I was on the cop today first time in years and yeah that's I, I got that impression Paul obviously you sit there every week kind of thing but yeah just like you know like shouting for things that just inexplicably it's desperation and a foul or, yeah, it's, that was, that's it's, it's embarrassing like, it's yeah. I, I just feel like the, the, the crowd's kind of in panic mode at the moment I mean, yeah, yeah same yeah, it's desperation, and it, it felt like the stadium just gave up when Brighton got to three three. There was no the like response as to well, it. You know, and players, you know, they're not playing well, obviously, but you know, the ground, especially like Trent, more, more well, uh, Trent's getting a lot of. Uh, on that though, John, he- did you notice uh, there was a stoppage? I think uh, like one of their players was getting treatment or something, and Trent had just had like a couple of ropey moments. And some of the cops tried sh- like, to get Trent Chant going. Yeah, yeah. Like, which is what's always happened in the past. The players going through a bad time. The crowd will do that, and it was so half-assed. Mm. And I, I'm just, I'm looking at the cop, and and I think, okay, the ones who were doing that, 
they know Trent needs our support here, mm. and I'm like, why, why are the rest not joining in with it? Is it like, and, and it, it just, I don't know, it's really disappointing because that's what you'd expect from the cop in in a situation like this. The cop will rally behind the player, especially because like you know he's a local lad as well. He's a young local lad going through like a bad time, and um. Some of the fans recognised that and were, were trying to get his chant going, get behind him, and the lack of response to it was just it's pretty damning to me. And then the, the, mm. when it goes to three three, like there was there was no defiant roar as I say, come on, we can still win this. There was none of that. It was like, oh fucking hell, yeah. So you think local it. lads get more criticised by like more scrutiny off the fans sometimes though? Like going back to even when Farlow's having bad spells, like you know, in his Pompey, I always remember. Carrie used to get loads of shit. Carrie, yeah, good, good shout actually, Paul. Yeah, I, I always find local lads seem to get a more of a rap. Even Owen's not local, but I remember him. The only one who was immune was Stevie, I think. Really, Stevie yeah. was immune to, to to that, but pretty much everyone else seems to got more. Do you know, Dave? You just said then about um, still on the same point, John. Sorry, I'm not changing the subject, but go, going back to um, what you said about Trent before, Dave, that he's still a young lad. He is still a young lad. He's twenty three. Mm. You know what I mean? And just because he's he's experienced he's an experienced footballer, he's got you know, he's got um I don't know, he must have a couple of hundred games under his belt, he's certainly won everything. He is still young. You know, you shouldn't I, I, I can't underestimate that. Real dip he's had. I mean he's had like yeah. mini dips before for like yeah. four or five games or whatever. Yeah. This is the first time in his career where he's had this where it's not been going well and he's being questioned and you know, there's a big scrutiny. Uh, so He's never had this before. He's having to deal with this. And, yeah, that just disappointed me today. It was like some of the fans recognised that and thought, stoppage in play. Here's a chance for us to really just send a message to him and say, you know, we're still with your trend, you know, keep your head up. And, like, the lack of response to it was it was just really disappointing for me. I always, going back to Stevie, I always remember when, it was like 2002, and he, he suffered his first major dip in form, um, it was the year we were, we were top, like like near Christmas time, we went that awful run afterwards. And was it when he got I, dropped against Basel? Like, yeah, it... well, that was it. He got subbed at half time yeah. against Basel, and Julia hung him out to dry after the, at the game, I remember, but he, you know, his, his form suffered uh, the rest of that season, I remember. Um, but yeah, so if you're looking at the trajectory of the careers of like Trent and Stevie, you, you know. Uh, you know, a couple, couple of years back, we, we were all strength could be you know better than Stevie, this, that, and the other. Um, you know, at the end of his career and stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just hopefully Trent will get it back. You know, he's too good to play not to. It's it's just a you know loss of form kind of thing. He'll come good again. It's definitely, you know, definitely, really, he's world class. I've got well, no doubt it. at all. He's yeah, a sensational so player, absolutely sensational. He'll retire one of our greatest ever players, if yeah. not like, the greatest. That's still absolutely in his locker. I've got no so doubt at Stevie all. Stevie at the same that's why, age. That's why it's so... Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's why it's so disappointing for like... me that he didn't get that backing off the crowd today. You know, mm. the people need to see beyond. I mean, I know it's a cliche, form is temporary, class is permanent, but it, but it is, it's true. You know, he's absolutely world-class. And that's why he needs our support on days like today. I think it's a wider point. It's not specifically about about Trent. I think this. No, just but in the real... context of the England stuff as well, though. Yeah. Dave, you no, know what, I, I mean? I, what I'm saying is, I think like the crowd. It to me, it just it feels like we've been spoiled over like the last five years. Yeah. And now that's true. We're, we're in this like, you know, this is it's when John's like, point we really before, need isn't a it response. About it feels like we've got a defeat coming. Yeah, you know, but it, it just feels like that the the, the 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 crowds kind of feeling sorry for themselves and just giving up. 
think I think that's fair. Because we came back into that game today not because the you know the, the crowd rallied the team and and it was one of those where like you know we needed them the, the the players needed the crowd to get them back into the game. It wasn't that the players just got back into the game. It was nothing to do with. Like you know the the atmosphere and like the you know the the support from the crowd. Yeah, that's I true. mean, when um, I think it was after the like the third goal. I think it was after Brighton equalised, and Mo's turning around and he's he's like throwing his arms up and he's trying to whip the crowd up and say you know come on, and like it was just so half-assed like the response to it. Yeah, it was like Did everyone was just like yeah. when we scored our third, it was a bit of a muted celebration. I, I think loads of people because didn't of know the it had gone in. Goal. Yeah, that was very Because I didn't know what yeah. had gone in. I, I thought, what's happened there? And then I seen yeah. like, the Annie Road were cheering. I was like, oh, we've scored. But because it wasn't so noticeable, you know, not everybody's seen the ball going in. I think that was why it was a bit, it was a bit muted. Yeah, I think on this crowd thing, I think maybe we need Klopp to give us all a balakin again, like yeah. he did, uh, you know, a few seasons back when people were walking out. I think he's also to, to just say, come on, we need a hand. We need some help. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, whatever whatever the solutions to any of these problems, they rest with him, don't they? He's the fellow who's going to sort it out for us. Yeah, you know, it's it's going to come uh, in terms of how he lifts the crowd, he lifts the players, what he does tactically, uh, and you know, he, he's he's fantastic. He'll find a way. But just what worries me is that the clock's ticking, and uh, you know, there's other ambitious clubs in the mix for in the mix right now in this uh, this season. I think the problem is that I mean, I'm sure. You're with me on this. Like I, I've got no doubt that he will fix it. You no, know, we're, we're, oh, yeah, we're broken absolutely. at the moment. We are. It's definitely the team's broken. He will fix it. I've, I've yeah. got no no doubt about that. The problem is that by the time it is fixed, yeah, it looks we'll like we're late. just going to be well off the pace. And you know, yeah. I mean, we already are well off the pace, but we don't look like any nearer to a solution either. So it's like by the time we actually get ourselves like back on track, playing the way we want to play. How far behind are we going to be at that point? And then you but get what? into like, then you get into the problem whereby you know if you finish outside the Champions League, the players that you want to recruit, you're going to struggle to get them again. No matter no matter that you've got Jurgen Klopp and that you're Liverpool, yeah, yeah you might you, you might be able to you might still be, well you probably will still be able to get some good players, but you might not be able to get the pinnacle players, the ones that you really want. Um, well, and then you that you just could argue, that Paul, that, that that was our strength over a number of years. Like you know, everyone's got this thing about Bellingham at the moment, hundred million next summer, etc. But I'd rather just go back to basics with transfers a little bit, to be honest with you. You know, you know like you know, like we did with Diaz twelve months ago. You know, it wasn't like a you know. I didn't know much about him. I remember when we played Porto, I thought, fucking hell, he looks shit at him. You know, we beat Porto in the Champions League not long before we signed him. But I'd rather just go back to basics in terms of finding good players who, who were going to improve under us, kind of thing, of relatively modest fees, kind of thing, rather than, you know, these Hollywood signings. I mean, kinds. ultimately, John, if we sign, as long as we sign players who improve us, I, I don't care who we sign. And yeah. there is something great, as you say, about getting somebody under the radar. Just on Diaz, I just just want to make a point about Diaz. And this is absolutely not a criticism. And he definitely has been a great signing. But he's not yet a great Liverpool player. And I think I, I, he is not. He's not like for like for Sadio. He's not no. given us what Sadio gave us. And I think there's this consensus that, yeah, he's been brilliant. He's sound. Our left-hand side's tied down there. Well... Yeah, he's a good player, but I think he and, and he's had some really great, good performances for us, and he scored a couple of great, decent goals. But he's not as prolific as Sadio, and um, and I just 
that's another thing that's in the mix. I think, you yeah. know, it's not not so much that he's not Sadio, just that he's not he's not weighing in with the goals and he's not as much of a threat in games. I think he flits in and out of games a little bit when he's in them. He looks great, and I don't think that's a, this is not like a uh, a criticism of him. I think it's he's young, it's early days, he's finding his feet, and, and Klopp's coaching nearly always has a fantastic impact on on players given time. But I just think there seems to be, we seem to have leapt to a consensus view that yeah, absolutely sensational sign and he's brilliant. Well, I think it has been a good sign. I think he is really good, but he's not quite not quite the level that some of the that there seems to be assumed by most. I think I hope that doesn't sound churlish because I don't want to sound like I'm criticising him at all. I really like him. I made up we signed him. I think he's a good player and he deserves to be in the team. But I just think some of the talk around him seems to be this assumption that, like, we oh, yeah, we've got the next one of the front three. Um, and I don't think we've quite seen enough yet to be that confident, to, to be so confident of that. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I disagree with that, yeah. I, I, you I disagree, think, did you say, John? No, I can't disagree. I think that's a really good point. It's, um, you know, uh, he's got his own identity. You know, he's a top, top player. But as you say, considering what was there for four or five years before that, it's about the rest of the team evolving. If he's not going to score as many goals as Sadio getting like 20 a season, four or five years on the spin, you know, he yeah. looks like a t- what, 10 to 12 goal a season player, doesn't he? Probably. Seems um, to, yeah. 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 And, but then, you know, if Mo's numbers are dropping slightly at the moment. Um, well, Mo only looks like he's going to get maybe 20 this season. Yeah. If, so if then you, you're looking at it and think, well, you know, we could be in a bit of trouble there in terms of, you know, scoring goals over over the course of the season, especially in the in the tighter games kinds of thing, where Sadio will come up with a big moment. Um, so you're looking at it from that perspective. If, if, if um, Diaz isn't as prolific as Sadio, then. It's, I think uh, he can be. Do you think? Yeah, yeah I think mm. he can be twenty goals a season. Um, I, I think the only the only thing holding me back from saying yeah it, that he's you know this is the new front three. It's just time. He's not he's not been here long enough f- to be able to say that. But I don't see any reason why he won't be. I mean, no, I, I suppose I suppose that, and the point I'm making wasn't I, I wasn't saying that he won't be at all. That wasn't what I was saying. What what I'm saying is he's not been here long like enough to to do it. Yeah. But it just worries me a little bit that kind of the narrative from fans seems to be, well, yeah, that sounds, he's yeah, he's sound. That's the front three sorted, and I, and I'm not, and he's been good. He's been a really good signing, and he's a good player, and he's made really good contributions. And for his age and his profile and his length, and 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 also the team he's coming into, I think it's been really good. But it's not like we, it's not like we've not, we've got a world class player again on that side right now. I don't think we have. I think mm. we've got a really good player who's got world class potential. But I want to see the world class potential needs to be realised for me to feel super confident about him. I think he's been definitely in our top three players this season. I think, but that's not inconsistent. With what I've said is it? No, but we've not been world class this I season. I think if if the team had been playing the way we expect them to, I think you'd see like it'd be easier for Diaz. I think he's done yeah, well considering how, how the rest of the team's been shit. He, he has done well. I agree. He's, he's not I'm, been dragged not down to their him. level. I, just, I want he, to be he's... clear. I'm not criticising him. Yeah, but he's it's been a shining light about him. in a bad team. But if the team had been playing well, it, it makes it even easier for him. So, yeah, I'd, I'm, yeah, I'm not necessarily of the with you on that. footballer attitude, South American thing, that isn't yeah. it? That, that's that. You know, he's just got that ingrained in him, hasn't he? You know, just want to see a few more big moments from him. You know, not like I'm not talking about game after game after game, but there's, I want to see a few more big moments. Like, I mean, he's got a couple, hasn't he? 
Nobody snatched it. He snatched a great goal out of nothing. We just want to see a couple more of those. Yeah. A couple more assists, yeah. that kind of thing. Just want to see more, I'd like more them to end see, products, like, more goal threats. More scruffy goals as well, you know, right in yeah. the midst of the six-yard box as well. Yeah, that's or exactly me. Yeah. Or even yeah. working the keeper. Just want to see him working the keeper, you know, that, that that's fine. If they're keeping the, keeping the keeper busy, you're keeping the keeper on his toes, That that's fine. I want to see more of that. Yeah, I think that'll come. I'm not worried about that. I th- I think no, I'm not. Say, I'm not necessarily worried, but I'm just saying it's not there at the moment, and and that's, I, I want to see that there from him. I can't believe that Paul thinks Diaz is shit. You know, John. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't believe it. <laughs> um, just thinking on to Tuesday. Is, has Ramsey got any chance of being in the squad? Do we think? Because um... I really want to see him. Do me, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally with you. I just think it's probably going to be too soon, but especially because it's Rangers and he's played against them before, and that yeah, he's exactly. familiar opponent, so that he'd be more comfortable. Might get on the bench, do you think, or is it? Is it, I mean, because he is in full training, isn't he? Is he is he in full training, or because or if he is, he only he only came back like this week, I tail think. end of the week, didn't he? So yeah. yeah. I think they probably need to give him more time because he missed the whole of pre-season, really, didn't he? I think he was there oh, for yeah, like true. the first few sessions and then um, they sat him and he's not he's not done anything since. So, yeah, I think it's probably... Maybe next week because uh, we've got Rangers again, haven't we? Oh, yeah, back-to-back. So, possibly the away game uh, when he'll have had like a, a full week and a half training, maybe then. What I want to see him involved. So, I, I, I don't know. They were a bit vague about it, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. They said yeah, something that'd be spotted in in the medical, wasn't it? And I oh, right, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I, I want to see him because I want to see what we've got and if it's a player who we can legitimately say, all right, Trent, you can have a week off. You know, put your feet up. Let's just get you fresh for the next game, and and have a, a good option to come in because the options we've got. I think I'd probably rather Joe Gomez than Milner playing right back at the moment. And that's yeah. not it's not ideal. Just I did like Joe Gomez last season at right back. He looked like he'd added that to his game. He looked more comfortable there, but the Napoli games just really shook me faith in him, to be fair. You know, it's one of those where next time he comes in, like any little mistake he makes, everyone's gonna be on it. And they're gonna be like, ah, oh, you know, because the, the Napoli game's so fresh in, in the mind. So um I do think that Gomez needs to come back in and have a solid game just to get that just to put that behind him, get it out the way. And so yeah, this, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Gomez played in midweek. Yeah, if this Ramsey lads like the you know, Everton signed that Patterson, you know, teenage Scottish fullback, and I've been quite impressed with him when I've seen him. So Yeah, he looks decent, any, doesn't he? Yeah, if he's anything like like that, yeah, I think we'll have a really good little player there. Hopefully. My impression yeah. is he's 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 really fast, he gets up and down, he's 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 very attacking. Yeah. More direct more direct than Trent. Faster than Trent and more direct. Mm. A bit more Nico really than Trenton style. Nico, mm. yeah. 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 No, it'll be good to see him play, but I just think maybe it might be a little bit too soon this week, but who knows? Uh we got anything else you want to add? Uh no, I so. thing, as far as I can think. It's one of them, like we'll come off and then think, oh shit, I wanted to make that point. <laughs> but just want a good win on Tuesday, don't we? We just want to we, we we need a win. You know, John's right about about the uh, you know the league has to be our priority, but we just need to get some momentum going. And a good win on Tuesday to take into the Arsenal game will be really helpful. Yeah, definitely, and, and um, possibly even more significant than that, a bad result would be 
just the last oh, thing that we need. I, I think we'll win just because of who we're playing. I we should do. We, we, sh any we problems, should win comfortably. Which is why yeah. I'm literally taking nothing from you. I hope we win. I hope we play well. Score a few goals. But I think, as I say, going back to next Sunday, that's going to be you know, the acid that's test. The and it's, um, I just can't even fathom losing to Arsenal. But it is a real possibility yeah, at the moment. It, I'll, I'll, I'll get this out there right now. If we lose to Arsenal, there's not going to be a pod. <laughs> let, let me just let me just put that out there now. Not not happening. There won't be one. Or if there is, I'm not going to be on it. There's no if we, way. If we if we beat Arsenal, it's got to be you, Jules, and John. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, if we lose, there's not going to be one. Yeah. So so what are we thinking of the team? Be Allison, um, Trent, Gomez uh, for this for the Rangers for game. The... Sorry. Yeah, um, um, maybe Canate if they think he's he's ready. Yeah, Costas. Costas, yeah. Unless Costas was injured today, have we heard anything about why he was taken off? No, he, not needs, to, he needs to get rid of the man. But maybe that was why he was. Sub. Maybe Klopp was just sick of seeing him running past. Min, mini Darwin. Yeah. Darwin. Well, I thought it was Darwin at first. I was like, this looks, looks too short to be Darwin. Though. Did you not see that video in midweek? Because that's what Klopp no. said to him. Off the, oh, the inside no. training, Klopp called yeah. him Mini Darwin. The Klopp looked at him and he went, I thought Darwin had shrunk there for a minute. <laughs> he said, how much money do you want to let me cut it off? <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look for Costas. It doesn't no. suit him. Uh, but yeah, I think he'll play midweek. Robbo's still not back, is he? Robbo's still like a couple of weeks away, I think I read this week. He's uh, in he's, the gym, wasn't he? Yeah, he's close, but not, not that close. Uh, midfield. It depends if we change the system. I don't think we will, you know, Paul. No, I don't think we will. Yeah, I'd like no. to see us do it, but so I don't think So would I, but I, I don't think we change it. I think it's just going to be the same. I think Harvey's going to be back. Yeah, and I agree. Um, maybe Cavalio as well, although I'm not sure I'm down with that, with them both in the same team. No. No. Fabinho probably probably won't he What's not sure thought? I think maybe Hendo no. in the 6 Hendo in the oh, 6 okay, and then yeah. just change yeah. it at half time mm. yeah um, possibly Milner might come in I hope not I, I like Milner as a 20 minute sub I don't want him starting games at this point but it is Rangers maybe it this is, is a yeah. game he does start maybe yeah. yeah. and then the front three it could be anything could be anything we've got, we've got so many options up there now with everyone available. Jota, Darwin and Mo, I think, for me. Yeah, I've like, saying yeah. that before. Where, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. I definitely want to see Darwin. If Darwin doesn't start on Tuesday night, the, the alarm bells will be ringing. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. He needs a couple of goals as well just to just to shut my yeah. dad up. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone yeah, else. Yeah, will say. It's only dangers. <laughs> I know. Oh, God. How did we end up here? I said this to my dad coming out. It's like, how have we gone from being like where we were, like in such a short space of time, to just suddenly just becoming shit? Because today was like it was without the ball, not with the ball. We weren't bad today, but without the ball, we were just shit. It's like, how has that happened? Like so quickly. But like we've been saying all season, there's like so many factors involved. It's like you can't just put it down to one thing. It's like it's just a. Number of things, perfect storm, and it's not going to be a quick fix. It's we keep saying that, but we're just going to have to gradually just claw our way out. I mean, even today, in in some respects, it's part of the the, the, the process because we we were two 0 down. We could easily have lost that game. I know it's disappointing that we get in front and then we concede, but we've come from two 0 down. We've got a point, so that's part of like the 
clawing your way back process, I suppose. Cause yeah, that's what I've been I said earlier. We've gone behind in every home game, but come back to mm. get something from the game. We've got a last, last second winner against Newcastle. You, you know, we were not probably slightly unlucky not to be Palace with 10 men earlier in the season as well. Um, so you look at them, you know, so there's obviously the spirit's still there, if nothing else, at this moment yeah. in time. Stop fucking conceding first. Mental. That, that's got to be the team talk, mental. like before every game. The last. Well, just stop conceding. We have some. Yeah, let's just, have some yeah. fucking yeah. stop conceding first and big black letters on a whiteboard. That's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> no, no tactics necessary. Right. Okay. We'll call it a night. Um, it's been a long day. Traffic was fucking brutal. I didn't get home till seven o'clock tonight. Jill's probably got home before me. What time did you leave? Um. Well, it was. Did you stay in your seat for a while after? No, I got off on the final whistle, but the, the traffic was just absolutely horrific. Fucking hell, dude! Like, all the way, it didn't, all the way from from Anfield to Switch Island was just backed up traffic the whole way. Once I got I past Switch Oz, Island to McGull, it was all right, but I was so in Oz bad. by half five. No, seven o'clock. Yeah. I got in. Well, I got soaked anyway. I'd be glad to know. Yeah, John, I, I, I did say to you before the game, John <laughs> turns up in a T-shirt, no jacket, yeah. nothing, nothing, yeah. as always. And he's like, oh, I'm fine in my T-shirt. And then we come out and it's pissing down and thinking, yeah, John, see, that's why you're supposed to have a jacket. 40-minute walk home as yeah. well. Got drenched. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right, boys. Yeah, so we'll be nice back. Time. We'll be back after Rangers. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening and we'll catch you soon. The best word I can say, but uh, will describe this was boom. <laughs> 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 Ooh, what was this? It was really good.